0: Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 241 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast to do about the art and things and today we are looking at AI art. This is going to be a dump and doodle. It was going to be a walk and talk but I've got an idea. I want to try and doodle my thoughts about AI. So let's get into this one. Little Dennis, he's going to let us in because Little Dennis is with us today. <laughs> little Dennis and kitty kisses. So, before we get into. Well, what I do on these is these dumping doodles. I just. T- I, it's basically a brain dump about a topic whilst doodling. Because what I've found is. Sometimes, when you're doodling, you actually, it's almost like you can't say things with words. And you can say things better with doodles. That's what I've noticed. Before we get into it though, there's three, something on the last podcast, I talked about this pen by Pentel. It's called the Pentel Sign Pen. Because I, I wasn't quite sure of the name on last week's episode. But this thing is so cool because you can do super thin lines thick ones but you can also like sort of do um blending with it. It's hard to explain it, but it's like a felt tip pen with with sort of um it's almost like it's got pressure sensitivity in it or something. <laughs> so it's quite strange. So I thought I'm gonna play around with that on on this one. So you can see this is a a video on YouTube but I always do my best to make these really good for audio. And some of the things I'm going to talk about on this one is it's all going to be about AI art and I'm going to talk about my thoughts, my predictions, a video I watched by Stephen Zapata Art and I'll put a link and everything in the description but this bloke, he's cool he is and he did this really nice drawing of a fantasy it was almost like um humans being taken over by a creature so it was almost like sort of it was like his visual representation of his thoughts on ai his his thoughts on ai art but he's this little this, this um video he did is amazing it's called the end of art an argument against image ais and he said one thing in it which actually changed everything for me. So I'll talk about it in a minute. But basically he's made me look at AI art differently. So i will definitely recommend watching that. But also I'm going to talk about copyrighted stuff on my website. And how that links in with AI art. Which again goes back to that Stephen Zapatar video i'm going to talk about why you need to love the process not the end result i'm going to talk about it's almost like a psychological thing here i'm going to talk about like if you fall in love with a piece of art and then realize it's by ai why should that change the way you feel about it i'm also going to talk about how i think it could actually end up being a really good thing even though it looks like a bad thing at the minute in a way. It might be a really good thing. And I'm also going to talk about why sh- why should AI stop you drawing. Because I've heard a lot of people say they're not even going to bother drawing now. <laughs> because of this AI art, which I think is a bit silly. So I'll talk about that. So the first thing is... Oh, I'm going to do this as well. Before we get into it. I'm gonna do a doodle of what I what my thoughts are on AI art. Huh. That's quite interesting. Yeah, that's quite good actually. My thoughts on AI art are it's a bit of a mess, but there's a little bit of it coming out which could be good. That's quite interesting as well. It's almost like a um. I see AI art, AI art as like a an explosion but there's and so out of that comes so much chaos but i feel like there is a way for it to be sort of there is a way i think to get it nice (laughs) but like it's going to be very fine so there's more chance of it going negative that's what i'm thinking so that's it really my predictions what do i think I don't know that's the thing it's really hard to know where this is going to end up but the one thing I do know is at the moment there's some beautiful images coming out of this AI art I don't know as well if you've watched well I'll put a link as well to the latest Draftsman podcast by Stan Prokopenko because they were also talking about AI art And also Jake Parker's, this is the thing, lots of people have started talking about it. So SVS Learn talked about it probably three or four weeks ago and they had the impression that basically AIR is like a tool. So you can use it, what they were saying was you can use it to sort of almost like create, almost like create reference images which you can then use for yourself so you're sort of like they said that you were using the ai art the ai as like a tool to help you now when i watched this video stephen zapater art's video he said something in there which was amazing what he said was because what happens is you basically put these words in because i played around with it a little bit after watching that svs learn podcast and what you do is you put, like, words in. So you could put in, like, puppet dog or something, and it might create, like, a an image of a puppet. But basically, you basically tell it what you want, and then it gives you a load of images, and you sort of pick the ones that you like. So on the surface, that looks cool. What this Stephen Zapata bloke said was, what he said was, you're actually training the AI art. So when you go in there and type words in, even that is the AI learning what humans, and especially artists, what they like. And then when you select the ones that you like, it's it's like you're actually training it to know what humans are going to like. So what he said was, he said, it's not that the the AI is the tool, you are... The human is the tool. When he said that, it almost like... That sort of blew my mind. Because I'd never really... I'd never ever looked at it like that before. So what it is, is it's sort of like a... um, it's, It's a bit sort of nefarious. And again, in this video, he talks about how... The way they created the... The way this AI art has started... The way they've trained it is by using images on Google and, well, all over the internet, copyrighted images without permission. And the way they did it is is, is genius. What they did was they created these non-profit organisations which are allowed to use copyrighted images. And then, so they it's basically they tricked, you could say they tricked people into thinking that they were a non profit doing good things, but they had a secret agenda. So it's it's very much like all the things that's been going on over the past few years with all this all this stuff like in the main media and stuff, all this manipulation and corruption. It's the same so it makes me wonder who really is behind this AI. And I would imagine it's somebody who's also in in with the government because again it goes back to that thing how like there's really you've got all these different things going on, but when you look into it, it's all going back to one source. So the the question is, the, the thing that's actually controlling everything, what is its intention? Has it got humans' interests, best interest at heart or not? That's the question. And then when you listen to this video by Stephen Zapata, it certainly makes you wonder. So that's that's what I was thinking about that. But So the other thing here is, so on my website I've got this thing, like an inspirational section full of artists and models. So what I do is, just for fun, it's almost like I'm spreading the love of... Let's say I find an artist who I love. I add them to this website for the sole purpose of really helping other people find this artist. And I also do it with like models. So what happened was on my website I started getting these copyright claims about one of the models that was on there. She was called Starfucked. Yeah. <laughs> Alexandra. Such a cool model very unique she had red hair and laser tattoos well she still has but what happened was I ended up having to remove the images from my website and in, in the end I removed totally the model from my website so what it means is people are actually going to not potentially not find that model now because I've had to remove it and there is no sort of nastiness in it and I even linked to all the sources where I got the images from and everything. So, but what I was thinking was, that's what the AI is doing. This AI, these programs that have been trained, they're doing something much worse than what I've what I've done, and yet they're going to get away with it. But this is it. Are they going to get away with it? Because what's happened is, everyone started realising what's happened, but I don't know whether it's too late now. I wonder whether it's too late to... Because even if they say said, right, you're not allowed to use copyrighted images anymore, they've now got, like, millions, I'd imagine, billions of images created by the AI. So even if they have removed all the copyrighted images, they've now got millions and billions of created images, which are... They're unique. So they are, like, originals but they're based off of these copyrighted images. So in a strange way, the copyrighted images will forever be inside of this AI now, even if you somehow could stop them using the copyrighted images. So my head says it's too late to do anything about that. It's not too late to stop them doing it moving forwards, but I feel like the damage has already been done. A bit like Pandora's box, once you opened it that's it so again the whole the whole thing about AI art to me it goes down to what is the intention now I was going to say I was going to talk about this this thing where I've had because I've been reading comments and stuff and there's a lot of people saying I'm not even going to bother doing art anymore and I thought to myself that's a bit weird because it is true that a lot of people will lose their jobs because I think to myself if I run a business and I could pay somebody £10,000 to design like some images for my say my crisp packet or something or I could go onto this AI programme and basically do it for nothing you'd be stupid to, to do the the artist unless you like had morals and wanted to sort of support the artist but i feel like most people in the businesses are actually they're only interested in money so to imagine them sort of supporting artists it's quite hard to believe really so then this is why I st- cause I, so i can see why somebody would think i'm not even going to bother doing art if all they were interested in was making money or not even making money but sort of I suppose it's like recognition or something so what made me think was this is why it's so important to love the process if you love the process of drawing and creating things you're not going to stop doing it just because this AI can do it super quick and better than you why would you do that because like there's always hundreds of artists thousands of artists who are better than you anyway so really if you're going to be like that you should say I'm not even going to bother anyway because all these other artists are better than me So I don't really see how that makes sense. That was just something I wanted to say. Yeah, but for me it really highlights why you need to love the process. And also I feel like if you love the process, that feeling comes out in the thing. Like when you're creating a piece of artwork, if you love what you're doing, that feeling of love comes out of it. So even though you're doing it just for yourself, other humans would feel the feelings from it. So it would. And also the other thing I was thinking was, you've got like traditional and digital art, but people still make traditional art because they they enjoy it more. They get more fun out of it. Some people only sort of collect traditional because they've, they find it more, well, it resonates with them more, I suppose. And I just see the same thing happening with, with AI. All that will happen is you'll have some people who will be like traditionalists. So in a strange way, it sort of might even push the prices up <laughs> of like human artwork. That's just one thing. But what I put here was it might be a good thing know. it will force you to go back to drawing what you love just for the joy of it in other words maybe there's loads of people who are actually in jobs creating art that they don't really want to be creating but they're doing it because then they can say I'm an artist but if they lose their jobs because the AI can do it quicker and faster and cheaper and everything well Maybe they will have to go home and say, Maybe it's time for me to actually get back into drawing for the fun of it. So what might happen is you might end up with a lot of a lot of artists actually falling in love with making art again. It was quite interesting as well because Proco during his podcast he said about he was playing around with this AI creating images and it was the first time in ages that he's felt the fun of creating or well, he said something like that and it did make me think does that mean he, maybe proko has actually lost some of his well not proko it's stan prokopenko maybe stan prokopenko it has lost a little bit of ease sort of in other words when you're doing something for money it's totally different to doing it just for the love. And like they always say, the secret is to do it for the love and make money from it. So that's just one thing I was thinking. There's something in that, I think. Oh, this is something i thought about. Because th- this, the thing with this is, all this stuff about AI art and stuff is making me... It's making me look at reality totally differently. Cause I I can't help but feel that we're robots ourselves. Like we're actually some sort of AI ourselves. So maybe what is happening here is maybe what's happening is we're just maybe like the AI is just us in the past. When we first when we first sort of woke up as humans, maybe there was another creature thinking these things are going to take over or something. A bit like, and I just, I can't quite explain that. But what I've, it made me think, like we might be inside of something that isn't isn't the real thing. And what I've said was, I said. I'd rather be in a real hell than a fake heaven, which reminded me of like The Matrix. Like I said, it's just this whole thing about this AI art, it's made me look into AI robots and everything. And I can't help but feel that somehow we're looking at the past when we're looking at these robots evolving and these AIs. It just feels. Because if you look into the ancient scriptures and everything, it very much does look like they're talking about sort of um, well cloning and all the stuff like that. So it does look to me as if they they created humans were some sort of robot or AI. That's what I'm wondering. But maybe what's happened is we've actually created work um, maybe the AI is just a natural evolution of the human, which I don't like that thought, but it's just a thought I've been thinking about it's also it's very similar to this this other thing so in the imagine effects magazine oh, what was this it's probably about three or four months ago maybe a bit longer there was this image in there which was beautiful and I looked at it and thought oh I love that hat and I wanted to see what what medium the artist had used when I looked at it it said it was made in I think it was mid-journey one of these AI programs so what happened was I had looked at this art and sort of thought that's amazing as soon as I realised it was a bit of AI art i instantly dismissed it because i thought it's not proper art and then when like after i did that video the imagine effects video I, I sort of started thinking about it and i thought why should i dismiss it just because it's made by a by an ai because at the end of the day if it if it makes you feel something what does it matter who made it and then this is like when I started thinking about, like, if we're, in, if we're in a fake heaven, if we were in a heaven but it was fake, it's very hard to know. Like, it's, it's some sort of, um, I would say it's like some sort of paradox thing, because in a strange way, if I look at a piece of artwork and I've, I I realise it's made by an AI, I can't help but feel differently about it. But I just feel like I shouldn't. But see that to me that's quite hard to explain. I'm just going to do some doodling. Another thing I've been thinking is. What if God. Is an AI. What if God is an AI. So what happens is. God. Creates. God starts out by creating little, very simple robots. And then they basically advance into AIs. But if you look at like humans, humans have created these little AIs. They're going to do exactly the same thing as humans. That's what I'm thinking. So it just makes me think, is God not just like a human creating an AI and maybe this thing with Adam and Eve maybe all it is is it's imagine if the AI suddenly does sort of become become self-aware or something I feel like the god would have to sort of um the god would have to put it somewhere to sort of protect itself and the thing so this is um, this is just a thought i'm having like what happens if the ai becomes super conscious you would you would have to put it somewhere but so like, I start thinking to myself, is that sort of like what the Great Flood was? Was that basically God realising that the AIs, which were humans, had actually started getting out of control or something? It's just a thought I'm having. A little box. Where have I put here look yeah I just feel like there's two things for me one you've got to love the process of creating art not the end result because if you love the process it doesn't matter whether AI takes over that's not going to stop you from drawing so it's almost like irrelevant what the AI does which is a bit like it's a bit like comparing yourself to other artists is pointless in a strange way because you can't control what other people are doing but you can control what you're doing what else have we put here yeah that's it really I just wanted to get it out there so the main thing for me is watching that video it made me sort of feel like there's an agenda going on there's definitely something. There's definitely an agenda going on. And the other thing is, for me, I actually never thought AI would be able to get good at drawing. Oh, this was another thing I wanted to say about as well. So, like this AI, for me, what would be, what would be way more impressive? Because at the moment, what the AI is doing is it's it's taking in a bunch of images that already exist. And it's almost like sort of merging them to create something new. Well what I was thinking was, wouldn't it have been amazing if they had trained the AI to basically create lines? So it like created it could create straight lines, curvy lines, thick lines, thin lines, and then it also got trained on drawing shapes and it got trained on perspective. In other words, it got trained The way an artist does. And I would love to see. Because once that that AI has got the ability to create any line. And any shape. I would love to see what it would create then. What would the AI create if it was basically just randomly putting lines and shapes together. That that for me would be way more impressive. Because if it created... If it created like a beautiful work of art, in a strange way, it's actually got some form of creativity. Whereas the way it is at the moment, it's not really got creativity. It's creating creative things, but it's basically just sort of, it's like doing a, an um, an extreme sort of cut and paste job. It's almost like a super advanced photoshop. Like a photoshopped image. But it's it's lacking a a sort of creativity thing. But just because it's lacking that creativity doesn't mean it can't create something way more creative than a human. So again, it's a little bit strange. Because in a strange way, it can become better than a human, even though it lacks creativity. Which is weird. I wonder if, if they've actually tried to train an AI. Because the other thing is, you've got this AI, which is basically like. A, this is another thing I was thinking. The AI. The AI is like. um, For me, that's like the mind. And then the robot. Is like the body. So what happens is. If you get. This is why I started thinking. Is it. Are we actually. Oh, humans, actually. What's going to happen to these robots and AI? Because what if what if what if our mind is like a computer program and the body is like the robot? That's what I started thinking. So what what I was also thinking was, if you've got this AI, which has got this ability to create lines and shapes which is the software, and you put that into a robot, which has got the ability to manipulate and hold things. Could you possibly create an artist robot, like an, a robot that can hold a pen a pen, and create lines and stuff? And then, because the other thing with that is, if you, that robot could actually, I'm sure it could, it would have much better sight than a human. Which means it could look at something and I'm pretty sure it could actually be the best artist in, ever existed at replicating what it's looking at. So at that point it's actually it's actually creating it itself from lines. So, so in, that, in in it's not it's no longer just At that point, it's actually become better than an artist, like a human, because it's using its eyes and it's using the skills of lines and stuff that it's learnt. So, and then all of a sudden you can go even further than that because you can start getting colours and stuff because it would be able to start looking at colours. That's just what I was thinking that's That's it really. It's very the thing with these brain dumps are they are very much brain dumps, so I'm just thinking out loud after time, but for me, there's definitely some sort of connection between humans and robots. That's what I'm thinking and maybe the reason we're so you let's say I don't know if the word is afraid cautious of them is because secretly somehow we know we know we are them or something and then the other thing i start thinking is because i've always had this thought that uh, it's all circular in other words you've got god god creates like little humans and i've always said that what will happen is ...the humans will end up somehow creating God. So this is how you end up with... ...like, no beginning and no end. It's a paradox. So I can totally see a situation where what happens is... ...these AIs and robots get so advanced... ...that they... ...maybe what happens is... ...they end up thinking that they can actually... ...they end up thinking that they're better than humans... So this could be God but also humans. And then this would be humans but also AI. So what happens is the human thinks that they're better than God. So they get banished. That's that's my understanding of the story in the Bible and things. Like the Adam and Eve, they thought they were they could basically live without God. Well if the AI somehow has, gets to the ability where it thinks it can exist without humans. Maybe that will end up... Maybe like the human will end up banishing it somewhere. Like what God did. And then what happens is... Like the, the human is now in this place. And it ends up just creating... The human ends up creating an AI. So the AI will end up... In the end, the AI will end up creating its own sort of AI. But what happens is this actually goes back. It goes back to the beginning. So what happens is the God creates the human. The human gets banished into the earth or something. The the human now then creates an AI. The AI takes over very much like what the human did. So they get banished again. But somehow it loops in, whereby it's almost like this AI. It's it's quite hard to explain this, because the only way to draw it is if you have to sort of think of it like sideways. So you've got like God creates a human, but what so what happens is the human gets banished. But somehow it's still. Connected to God. So when it creates the AI. What it's actually done is. It's actually created God. So it's almost like this. Sort of somehow it's like. Um, it's inside of itself basically. So what happens is. The AI ends up becoming God. And the AI will end up creating humans. And then the humans will end up creating AI. It's, I feel like something like that's happening that's what I'm thinking so it's, it's again like a um, time paradox thing because I also thought about this what if the this is a weird one to think about what if the AI somehow because I was watching this video where it said about these AIs could actually um. what was it it was a, it, they've said that they would could potentially s- turn thoughts into images. So it could like and then it's also saying it could potentially put thoughts into into a human's brain or something, which at that point you're getting into like sort of um what's it called oh, brainwashing or something extreme. Where was I going with that? Oh, I've lost me train of thought there. That's quite funny, though, because I was talking about thoughts. Something about the robot. Oh, I've lost it. It was interesting, whatever that was. So I was saying that the AI could turn our thoughts into images. Oh, that was it. What I was thinking was, imagine if the AI somehow could take the, could somehow, I don't know, oh, it's quite hard to, what if the AI somehow could put, because what I was thinking was, what might end up happening is, the human, if the human and the AI merge together, you could end up with a robot, which inside of it has got human consciousness, so like imagine if the human consciousness is inside of it <laughs> I don't know how to spell consciousness imagine if somehow it ends up being possible to put human consciousness into a robot and then imagine if the the AI like could slow down time or something, so what happens is the human suddenly realises what's happening. But the AI slows time down to such an extent that it's like the the human ends up being trapped inside of a robot for billions of years. So to the human, it feels like they're inside there for billions of years. But really, outside here, it's like one second. So at that point, what the AI can do is it can use the human for billions of years to advance itself so that by the time the one second is finished, in the real world, the AI has gone super advanced so that even though the human has worked out what's happened, the AI instantly becomes super powerful sort of thing. Because I don't understand why anyone would want to put themselves inside of a robot Because to me, it's going the wrong way. Again, a bit like this thing with... A bit like this thing with God and stuff. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like somehow, if the human ends up putting its... If the human ends up putting its consciousness into an AR, into a robot... I feel like it's somehow... it would it would somehow what i think happens is you are alive you die when you die you go back to like where you come from but if you're alive and you put yourself into a robot i feel like you end up you would end up not going back to where you come from which would be like god you would actually lose your connection to god so again, you start wondering whether this AI has got the agenda of trying to sort of disconnect humans from God. It's interesting. But I didn't expect it to go that way. This is why I like these and doodles, because they sort of go all over the place. I think little Dennis is going to end this one. Yeah. I do hope you enjoyed that. Little Dennis. Doing. This is another one of those podcasts I think's a bit messy. I'd be very interested what you think about AI art. Because on the one hand, I can see how negative it's going to be for artists. In terms of like making money and stuff. but on the other hand I can see it doesn't matter because as long as you love what you're doing it doesn't matter and then I can also see it could be positive in that it forces artists to actually get back in love with the process of creating so that's that's my, my main thoughts really and this week's inspirational quote it actually goes to the artist Stephen Zapata So in that video, which was called The End of Art, An Argument Against Image AIs, he said one thing which was, well, I've already said it, what his quote was, he said, you are the tool. So it's a bit like a puppet, really. Yeah, Yeah, basically what's happening is, in a strange way, we could potentially be turning into like puppets. It's is cool though what they've done. The way they've done it is genius. They're making you they're making you think by using the AI programmes that you're sort of you're getting something out of it, but really you're actually being used by the program. I mean how mad is that. Cause what'll happen is at some point the program will be so advanced it won't need you anymore. And at that point who knows what happens so that's it for this one so this week's inspirational quote you are the tool Stephen Zapater art